the NFL Pro Bowl, a timeless tradition in the NFL where real men like Jack Youngblood used to play through broken legs just to play in the Pro Bowl. Even if they were playing in the Super Bowl a couple of days later, real men would play in the Pro Bowl just because it was a real honor. Nowadays, we get the Pro Bowl where we have kick-tack-toe and flag football as the main event. What a time to be alive. I remember back in... I didn't watch the Pro Bowl back in 2006 because I was only two years old at the time. But I'm sure all of you have seen the clip of Larry Allen benching 225 pounds 43 times because that used to be an event in the NFL Pro Bowl. And now, you know, you get move the chains. Really exhilarating. <laughs> in case you couldn't tell, I am not a fan of the Pro Bowl, but Debbie is forcing me to do a recap episode about it. Sure. News. So, it's, news. News. it's news. And we're also going to cover a lot of news and our predictions for who will win certain NFL awards this year. We hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to KNA Football. I hate the Pro Bowl, in case you couldn't tell. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. It used to be, like I said before, it used to be a really awesome thing. It used to be a thing where, like, that was what was on Hall of Fame resumes. Uh, right? Like, Joe Thomas made the Pro Bowl every year he was in the league. And that used to be something that was like, yeah, if you make the Pro Bowl... That goes on your Hall of Fame resume. People make the Hall of Fame for making Pro Bowls. Okay, and now you end up with things like Tyler Huntley yeah. in the Pro Bowl. What is that? I seriously don't understand what the point of that is. How we even get players into the Pro Bowl anymore. I feel like there should be like a special committee that decides, and it shouldn't be like the fans voting and then the coaches voting. What are your thoughts on the Pro Bowl, Caden? I mean, I agree with you. It is really... I mean, it was really cool. Not you, not only just back then, but even the last like like ten years ago, like five, even five years ago, it was all right. Back when like like I remember, I don't know how many years ago it would have been, but like there's like that play that you see in all those like highlight videos where someone throws it to the end zone, and like Brent Grimes, who is a corner, he like rips it out of the uh, out of the receiver's hands in the back of the end zone, like all these crazy good like memorable moments from the Pro Bowl, and now you got like. Like you said, flag football and kick tech toe and relay races and like okay, like yeah, it's I'm sure it's still fun for the players and they're they're getting the fans that are there get to see these players and get autographs and the players are getting money and they get to hang out with the other players, but like it's not anything like it used to be. It's nobody really watches it anymore. It's just an event. It's next year it's gonna turn into like laser tag or something stupid. <laughs> but but like, but like you said, Tyler Huntley, how was he in the Pro Bowl? I, I literally could not tell you. He, he was a backup the entire season, came yeah. in very late in the season, and performed awfully. Like, I, I honestly am so upset about Tyler Huntley making the Pro Bowl. Because, like, I understand that Tua was still in concussion protocol, and so he is unable to, you know, go play in those games like yeah. I, I really do understand that but how on earth tyler huntley as a backup who played awfully all year made the pro bowl over people like i don't know jacoby Brissett. 
like there, there, even, are, there are better quarterbacks in the AFC, but if you're going to go with a backup guy, let's go with the guy that actually did something all year. Or you could name, I can name you countless quarterbacks. These were the AFC Pro Bowl quarterbacks. You got Trevor Lawrence, deserving. He had a great season. Tyler Huntley, we, like we said, very undeserving. And Derek Carr, who literally got benched late in the season. A lot of people aren't talking about him making it either. That was also a... It makes no sense how the voting even goes anymore. It's almost like it's just a popularity contest at this point. Yeah. With who, what team has the most fans and who's just going to meme this guy into the Pro Bowl. He exactly. sucks, but, but he's a fan of this team and it would be funny to see him get in. So let's get him in. It, it's really dumb. I feel like, like Derek, like you said, Derek Carr, Trevor Lawrence, Tyler Huntley. Okay. Where's Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes is in the Super he's Bowl. He's in the Super so Bowl. He can't so fair enough. Pay. Where's yeah. Joe Burrow? Where's Josh Allen? Yeah. Where's, where's Herbert? Where's your boy Herbert? <laughs> Where's Lamar Jackson? I understand he's hurt, but like, why? Like, how is Tyler Huntley in over him? I really, I don't really like the Pro Bowl. In case you couldn't tell, right now I understand. Um, the events, like we've said, were really dumb. I mean, you got tic tac or kick tac toe. You got jump over a wall and dive under a table relay race between yeah. Brian Burns and Miles Garrett, which Brian Burns did win in that one. Just so you know, I didn't but watch that event. Neither did I. I saw it on Instagram. <laughs> I didn't spend any of my time watching the Pro Bowl, but um. Yeah, one of the things I did see was Derek Carr. He was, like we said, he was in the Pro Bowl, and he was in the Precision pa- precision Passing mm-hmm. event, which th- that one has been an event for a couple years now. I do actually enjoy that yeah, one. That there one, are a couple events that I do yeah. enjoy. Yeah, that one's that's a more common. Oh, Dodgeball is a very dodgeball good event. That's probably one. the best event I think that so. they ever have. They, they should have just do, every They year. should just do Dodgeball, a 100-yard-long Dodgeball. Yeah, for sure. But Derek Carr, he almost could use this as like, a showcase to teams around the league like hey i'm gonna be available soon like let's mm-hmm. show them what i got and it's it's a weird opportunity and it's really looking like yeah that's what he did he he played incredible in the precision passing he he was making like every yeah. throw possible and then after the game i'm sure you saw it right uh they were interviewing him and uh they asked him something about it and he said uh something like Oh, oh what did right. he say? Like, so they right. So he scored thirty-one points, which is more than anyone else in the event. He scored thirty-one points, and they were like, you know, you've played a lot of games in Las Vegas because mm-hmm. obviously he was a member of the Las Vegas Raiders. You played a lot of games in Las Vegas. You were here in Las Vegas. How did that like affect you going into this? And he's like, well, you know, I haven't thrown like that in a long time, which is probably why I'm not going to be in Vegas very right <laughs> <now>. long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is like fun, you know. It's like yeah, he recognizes that he hasn't performed at a high enough level for a while. So it's fun that he poked fun at himself as well. Yeah. But then the game itself, I will say it, it was still, it was flag football. I mean, it's not going to be nothing great, but it was a lot better than last year and the year before. I will say I didn't watch it. Yeah. But like the things I saw on Instagram, like the clips, it looked competitive. It looked like they actually were trying to win at the end of the game. There was like a little scuffle. Like the coaches were mad because like they thought that the game shouldn't be over because of like they need it. And that's technically running the ball and that's not allowed or something. But it looked like it was kind of competitive. I mean, there was fun moments that happened. I still didn't watch, but I mean, no one's really going to watch the pro at, at this point. Yeah. I, while I dislike the idea of flag football in the Pro Bowl. It is better than what it has been yeah. in the last couple of years where, you know, players don't tackle, right? It's basically just hug football. Yeah, it's two-hand tap. <laughs> right. It's so bad, but they still wear all their pads and everything, and it just looks like the worst thing ever. So I do kind of enjoy, like, the flag football yeah. aspect, I guess, where it's like, okay, yeah, now you can run. Now you can actually make an effort. So there is that to be said for it, but overall... 
not the greatest event. Yeah. We do have more things to cover, so we'll try not to spend too much more time on this. The okay. NFC did win in yeah. this game. So. Right. The NF- NFC did end up winning, and uh, their head coach, I guess, of the event. Yeah. Well, the, both coaches were the Manning brothers, which I, I think was a fun yeah, thing to pick, right? Yeah. Right. Eli Manning played his whole career in the NFC and Peyton in the AFC. So I feel like that was a good choice. Uh, NFC obviously won, meaning that Eli Manning got absolutely flowered with praise for his amazing coaching but uh, more importantly than that speaking of flowers if you want to get ahead of the game for valentine's day and order your valentine's day flowers you need to check out our friends at prince florists get ahead of the game by reserving your valentine's day flowers today prince florists in canton is now accepting reservations for roses and custom bouquets so you can be the hero when the big day arrives avoid the stress of last minute shopping and make sure your special someone knows how much they mean to you Place an order at princeflorist.com. That's P-R-I-N-T-Z, florist.com. Make sure you click the link in our bio uh, to order today. Yeah. So now we'll jump right into the next segment we got ready, the news. Uh, There was a lot of news. I mean, more than normal in the last couple of days. Yes, exactly. Uh, Right. We were kind of talking before this, and we were like, you know, how are we going to fill an episode about the Pro Bowl. And fortunately, the football gods smiled upon us and said, well, you know what? We can take care of you for that. And they sprinkled a whole bunch of news into this last week. Hopefully they can do that all offseason because it's going <laughs> to... Hopefully. <laughs> but I'm sure everyone listening to this has heard by now. If not, you live under a rock. Tom Brady has retired again on February yes. 1st. Again. Again. Uh, no, this is not the 2020 episode. We didn't have one. This is the 2023 episode. Uh, yes, Tom Brady did officially retire for good. Was we his, assume was his words. Um, obviously, the undisputed goat. If anyone's yeah. uh, arguing that, they're trying to clown you and just argue. Yes, Harold. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean anything. I mean he was undisputed best player, Hall of Famer. Obviously, yeah, obviously first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, don't, I think it's dumb that he even has to wait five years. I mean, when it's a player like that, just right. induct him this year. Like, I you mean, know. Yeah. I mean, I understand why you do have to wait, though, because that's like, okay, you've officially retired, right? Yeah, you're because not obviously back, yeah. Tom Brady, if they would have just done it last year, he would have just been playing again. So it's like, <laughs> I understand that, like, for five years out right. of the league, you're not playing again. But the uh, 2020, what will it be, eight, 2028 yeah. class is going to be kind of insane. Um you're gonna have obviously JJ Watt. He's gonna be mm-hmm. first ballot. Tom Brady, obviously. I think AJ Green, who retired today, yeah. will probably make it as well. So that's three very notable players that are first ballot Hall of Fame. And then you're gonna have like the guys who are like seventy or even like dead, and they're like, "Well, we got <laughs> we got to get the eight guys, so or however many guys it is." Which I think it's kind of dumb. They should just, however many guys should be inducted, should be inducted. You don't need a, right. a required amount, or else you're gonna get. But these nobodies, I'm not nobodies, they're still making the Hall of Fame, but he's, he's not as good players. Like, they right. shouldn't be in the same conversation as some of these, like, Tom Brady's and yeah. other players. But I think yeah. it's the MLB, right? That if there's no one deserving, they feel like no one gets inducted that yeah. year. And it's just whoever's deserving makes it. Makes it way more. I mean, it's still very difficult and a, a huge accomplishment to make it in, but it'd make it even more prestigious. And right. Like, literally, I was at the induction ceremony last year. They inducted a ref. And I was like, like, why? Like, 
Congrats, you didn't miss calls? Like, why, why is a nah. ref getting into the fun, Hall fun of fact, Fame? Matt Ref is the one that uh, called the tuck rule, so that's why they had to induct him <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. Because he made Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Tom Brady, obviously, undisputed goat. And I'm sure you all have seen the absolute memory that is going on on the internet uh, with Tom Brady. Someone using Google Earth, I assume. Dude, it's crazy. Found the exact <laughs> spot where Tom Brady filmed his retirement video. Yeah, he was on some beach. Right, he was on some beach, probably in Tampa. And so they bottled up the sand, took a picture of them at the location. And uh, Debbie, I don't know if you can find it, but if, you, if you could pull up the current bid. I know a couple it's days ago. It's selling for a stupid amount right, of money, man. A couple days ago, it was at $100,000. Uh, I don't know if it's gone up since then, so Debbie's going to check on that. But that's Dog, ridiculous. like, just go to that spot yourself and scoop up some sand. It's free. Maybe you got to pay a little bit for a, uh, like a plane ticket. That is the dumbest thing. That. I'm not paying. Uh, yeah, I'm, it's not worth the plane ticket. But you're paying $100,000 for sand that's in the general area that Tom Brady filmed a video. It, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But people yeah. are dumb. People will do anything for post. Yeah, like the or the um, eBay. I think it's still up. Yeah. Unless, hey, somebody bought it. <laughs> for well, all, for the, sold it's, got, it's got a bid. For the low price of a million dollars. I know. Okay. But you could not. Yeah, people. I, I mean, props to whoever. No, not props. Not not whoever's props. buying that, I'm sorry. You have too much money. That's yeah, exactly. what it's called. Exactly. It's someone who. That's, that's fair. Whoever's buying the it. the guy who, who did it. Who thought yeah, about right, it. Right. Exactly. I mean, that person's going to the beach one day and they're like, yo, wait, hold on. Let me make a, a couple hundred thousand dollars real quick. Screws up some sand and now he's. Photoshopped himself into the place where Tom Brady was. $100,000. I was talking to. Uh, What's the name of the guy? Right. I was talking to some people the other day, and it, the same thing is happening with, uh, kind of the same thing with LeBron. There's this more. Is, this is a... Uh, oh, I know what you're... Yeah. This is obviously There's a, new listings. New Wait, listings. Okay, okay, wow, because they're probably going back to the location and getting more. Uh, eh. It's stupid. That's all you gotta know. There it is. Yeah, so this is what we got here. Oh, we got so more Tom Brady Beach right sand. Oh, that one's pretty cheap. To only two fifty. But... <laughs> 10,000 like that's that dumb and that one has a bid you're telling me someone bid ten thousand dollars for sand yeah there's the one for ninety nine thousand plus five ten for shipping <laughs> right <laughs> why would you even put that there man debbie you want to place a bid we can get it for the set oh we'll set right here <laughs> one hundred thousand dollars for the set no that we have to get the real no thing. well would you just say that it's tom brady sand <laughs> Like, that's so dumb. How do they... Eh, whatever. But, yeah. But like I was saying, uh, obviously people are paying ridiculous amounts for this. Uh, LeBron James is set to break the, break the record, all-time yeah. scoring record in the NBA. Uh, is it? Yeah. Five days left, nice. Yeah, we have, we have five days to decide whether or not we want to buy authentic Tom Brady <laughs> sand. It's <laughs> absolutely free. There's so many now. I mean, it makes sense. 99 cents. Yeah, buy the, the 99 cents. That's, that's, that's a bargain. <laughs> yeah, dude, none of these are real. I know. Yeah, LeBron James set to break the scoring record. And so there are tickets selling up to $95,000 to go to that game to watch him break the, the scoring people record. Paying, the people paying that much money are just like the millionaires who have too much money than they know what to do with. So Yeah, it's and, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Some more news of this week. Uh, probably like the one of the Bigger pieces of news, obviously Tom Brady is the biggest. But yeah. 
Sean Payton, who was a Hall of Fame coach for the Saints, he he left the Saints. He just retired. He wasn't. He was still under contract with the Saints, and he, there was a lot of talk of him going to a lot of teams this offseason. But a big part of it was he'd have to be traded to that team. Right. And he went to the wow. I almost just said Saints. He went to the Broncos now for a 2023 first round pick, which was the 30th overall pick, right? And a 2024 second round pick. So I mean, right. it's good for the Broncos. I, I guess. guess. Yeah, you got to give up a pick, but it's not like you had picks anyway. Right. Um, they yeah. did. Right. So they gave up their 2023 first and their 2024 second. And they got Peyton and a 2024 third round pick from the Saints, which I don't really understand that part. Um, <laughs> but now, obviously, after giving up all of that capital, they now obviously have to contract Peyton yeah. and now pay him to do the job, which it's estimated that he'll be paid somewhere in the ballpark of 18 million dollars a year for a five-year contract for those of you who aren't very good at math there are 18 games in an nfl season he will be getting paid around the ballpark of one million dollars per game that he coaches which is insane what is kind of crazy is that reports came out that he was like their second or third option they were trying to get someone else but then he ultimately went to the texans which we'll talk about yes and so they were kind of just like by default well i guess we're getting sean payton which is a little concerning that you had to give up a first round pick for someone who you didn't even really want and i'm sure sean payton doesn't want to hear that like oh you didn't want me like right he doesn't really care he's he's gonna get so much money yeah but the guy that they wanted to get D'Amico ryans he was the d coordinator for the 49ers Right. Uh, he was part of the revolving door of the D coordinators that go there for a year and then get ahead of coaching job because their defense is incredible every season. He went to the yep. Texans, and that's kind of who they keened in on the whole hiring process, and it sounded like he was going to go there the whole time, and he did. So Yeah, I do quite like Ryan's. Um, I think that he'll be a great coach. I really liked him in San Francisco. So I really hope that, number one, he does well over there. And number two, even if they have another bad season, which is very possible, it's the Texans. I hope <laughs> that their general manager doesn't do the same thing they did to Lovey Smith. I don't think he'll be as bad as I just, Lovey Smith. I don't yeah, think yeah. Lovey Smith was that bad, dude. It was the team. That team was trash. The team was pretty bad. And he did, he did kind of like screw. I mean, I think he kind of knew he was gone. So he just kind of like, yeah, it was like, yo, like screw you guys. I'm going to win this game and mess up your entire future. Exactly. So. But before we get into our next piece of news, go over and uh, look at our friends at KNF Construction. KNF Construction has been serving the Northeast Ohio community for over 16 years, specializing in composite decks. KNF Construction takes the time and effort to provide the service and product that you deserve for your home. You can call KNF Construction today at 330-575-2465 for a free estimate. Again, that's 330-575-2465. You can also visit kfdex.com, which is linked in the description. KNF Construction, let us build your dream backyard. So there was a lot of coaching news this week, and there's like three more things that we still haven't covered. The Colts are the only team that still haven't hired their coach yet, and it's reported that they're now going on their third round of their hiring process. And one of the candidates that's in that third round it's Jeff Saturday. Yeah, you have no idea how concerned this <laughs> makes me, Caden. Uh, first off, it is very rare for a team to go yeah. three rounds, which is good for them. They're going interviews. in depth. They're getting. They're trying to get the right guy. 
Right, which is good because obviously you've had a revolving door of, quote, the right guy for a couple of years now, yeah. and it hasn't worked out very well at all. Um, you've also had a revolving door of quarterbacks, so hopefully they learn their lesson and don't go with, you know, the oldest guy who needs the most money. Um, but, you know, good for them for doing their due diligence, trying to find the right guy. But it, like you said, it is very concerning for me because I have a bet placed that he Jeff Saturday won't have a job as a coach next year. And uh, the fact that he's still being considered for that head coaching position is mildly concerning, to say the <laughs> least. Yeah. Uh, and then there was two D coordinator positions that were filled uh, yesterday and today, which one of them was great, one of them was terrible, and they happened to be between two big rivals. And the Panthers, okay, so the Broncos' defense last season were, was great. One yeah. of the better defenses in the league. Ranked eighth in the league. Yeah, they yeah. bring in Sean Payton. And most of the time when they bring in a new coach, they're going to get their own staff. Unless normally you got a really good D coordinator or like a coordinator of some spot, you'll keep that guy. I mean, that's what the Panthers did. They kept their special teams coordinator and their O-line coordinator, which is a good idea because they're, they're, they, they, they did great at their yeah. position. So they're going to keep them. And you would think that the Broncos keep them, but they're like, hey, we're going to let this guy go. John Payton wants to bring in his own guys. First of all, very surprised by that move. He was a great D coordinator. Panthers go and hire this guy. I, for one, and I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. I was I was very happy they got this guy. I think he is one of the better D coordinators in the league. Yep. I personally think we'll only have him for a year. I think it's kind of going to be like uh, D'Amico Ryans, and he'll find a head coaching job next season right. because he's a really good coach. Yeah, I mean, you guys already have a really great defense roster-wise. Yeah. I mean, yeah, honestly, one of the best in terms of talent. Uh, I think probably bringing in the Broncos defensive coordinator is going to work wonders for you guys. Unfortunately, like you said, he'll probably leave after one year, but hey, that's okay. Yeah. The good defense apparently wins championships or so I've been told. <laughs> that, is what, that is what they say. And then one more thing. This last, was, last, last piece. Last yeah, piece of yeah. news. This, it's been a good two days, good last two days for me because the Saints had their defensive coordinator position was also open. You know who they hired? I don't who they hire. Do you actually not know? No, who they hire. The, the 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 Saints came out and hired defensive genius Joe Woods as their defensive coordinator. Mm. Dude, I am so happy for them. Yeah, the Saints defense is literally just gonna be a revolving door. Yeah. Like the offense is just gonna push and it's just gonna oh, it's gonna just move for him. That's <laughs> yeah, what it's sure. gonna do. Yeah. So suck. before Debbie gets uh even more angry with us, we'll jump into our awards. The yes. uh the award ceremony is this Thursday, the Thursday before the Super Bowl. Um yeah, there's MVP, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year, offense or defensive rookie of the year, coach of the year, come flag, comeback player of the year. And then we added, we added one. one, which we'll get to at the very end. So yeah, yeah. a little special surprise. Yeah, yeah. I'm sh- I think we'll agree on most of these, but probably. We'll so yeah. we'll probably fly right through them. Uh, my pick for MVP, uh, I'm pretty sure, no brainer. Um, led the league in passing yards, broke the yeah. yards record in a season. Uh, Patrick Mahomes for MVP. I agree. There's not much. I mean, I, people can make the discussion. I guess for Jalen Hurts. But I I don't see a way that he doesn't win this one. Yeah, yeah. I think Patrick Mahomes got this one in the bag. We got for offensive player of the year. This is also kind of a no brainer for me. Uh, last couple seasons, it's kind of been a wide receiver dominated award. Yep. And you see one of the best wide receiver seasons ever 
and I don't see how you don't give it to him. So I think it's going to easily be um, Justin Jefferson. Yep. I got him too. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, 1,800 receiving yards on the year. Almost got to that 2,000 receiving yard mark, which would have been insane. Missed it by a little bit, but probably going to win Offensive Player of the Year. Yep. What about Defensive Player of the Year? Again, in my <laughs> mind, no-brainer, man. Uh, led the league in sacks with 15 and a half. I'm going to go Nick Bosa. <laughs> we got all the same picks. I, I mean, Nick Bosa was, he missed some games early in the season, and yet he still led the league. He was still just a dominant force whenever he was out there. I don't think it's much of a dis- discussion. Yep. <laughs> Who you got for uh, offensive this, this, rookie? This one might be this different. One, I don't know yep. what you're going to go with. There, there's a lot of people that you could say. You could say um, Kenneth Walker. You could. You could say Chris Olave. Definitely. You could say Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. You could say uh, Brock Purdy. You could. That's a far-fetched one, but there's an argument to be had. Yeah. I think I'm going to give it to Garrett Wilson. He was, I mean, with the receiver, the quarterbacks he had there, and the numbers that he still put up, he, it was great. And I think he's going to be a great receiver for for so long. Yep, that's exactly yeah. who I have. Yep. I thought if there was one we were going to differ on, I was like, I was like this could be the one. one. Yeah. Nope. 1,100 receiving yards in your rookie year. Only four touchdowns, but you did have Zach Wilson and Mike White as your quarterbacks the whole year. So really great numbers with terrible quarterbacks. Right. And then the defensive rookie of the year, this should be an easy one. I personally, yeah. I think he's a little bit overhyped and overrated because of the media and his name and all that. But right. I still, he still is a great player. I think Sauce Gardner. Yep. For the Jets. I mean, he, he was yeah. a lockdown corner this year. He went to the Pro Bowl, but that doesn't really mean anything as we talked about. But right. he was it there. is, I mean, to win awards as a corner is really hard. Yeah. Because literally the best way to, I guess, be the best cornerist for nobody to know you exist right because if you're getting cooked every play like trayvon Diggs, and it's like oh yeah there he goes again you get a bunch of interceptions but you get cooked all the time Mm -hmm. the best way to be a good corner is for no one to know you exist but i mean everyone does know he exists because he's got the name sauce and so that obviously and he plays on the jets plays on the jets so fair enough yep defensive rookie of the year for sure yeah and then coach of the year i feel like we're probably gonna agree on this one too i'm gonna go with the guy who went ahead and led his team, who was supposed to win negative games this year, uh, all the way into the playoffs. I'm going to go Brian Dable. Oh, I thought you were going to say Pete Carroll, and I was like, really? No, yeah, yeah, I'm also going Brian Dable. Pete Carroll definitely deserves discussion. Same as Mike Tomlin, I think. I think so, They had great seasons with very little. But Brian Dable, that team has been terrible for so long. Not making really any changes, and you get your team to the divisional round. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to ask you about this one because I honestly have no idea. Uh, comeback player of the year. Look, I really don't understand this award. Me and you were talking <laughs> about it earlier. Like it, uh, we, we look it up and we don't know. We see who's favored, <laughs> but we don't know what it means. I think it's like who either doesn't play or is hurt. Like, and then ha- Right. I think there's one, of, there's one of two people that'll win. It'll either be Geno Smith because he's been a career backup and then played great this season or Christian McCaffrey. Oh, really? Because he hasn't played the last two seasons. And now he came and he was healthy all season, led his team, helped lead him to the NFC Championship. I hope McCaffrey wins. I really hope. I, I think he deserves to win because he was actually like hurt for two seasons, came back. While Geno Smith, he was just a backup. And then he played. It's not like he was injured. Right. So I think it should go to McCaffrey. But I think they'll give it to Geno Smith. Yeah. Betting odds show 
uh, which I mean, because literally I have no idea about comeback player of the year. I literally don't know how it works. Yeah. Um, betting on show that uh, the leaders would be Geno Smith and Saquon Barkley. So. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know why Saquon. He wasn't like really hurt. I mean, I guess he's hurt most of his career, but like, <laughs> it's what it is. I think McCaffrey is more deserving than Saquon is. I, I agree. Yeah. All right, and then last on our agenda before we close it out here uh, is oh yeah one that we have added. So they should definitely add in the real which awards. I think should be an award, and I don't know what that award would look like. Maybe a big thumbs down or something. But it's disappointment of the year. Yeah, there's a lot of people you can put for this award. Definitely, but I don't think any are as big of a disappointment as we might have the same. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah. So to me. It's like when you, when I read that we were going to be picking defense or disappointment of the year, two players came to my mind actually. Russell Wilson being the front runner there uh, because obviously he sucked, and so he obviously deserves to have the big thumbs down award. But my second pick would have been Kyle Pitts, and he was super hyped up. Like people drafted him right, in for, fantasy, for fantasy for fantasy purposes. Absolutely. People drafted him in like the third round. You know, like that's really high for it tight end number one it's not named Travis Kelsey okay and he just kind of did nothing all year but I think Russell Wilson definitely deserves right. disappointment of the year yeah from the football aspect of it 100% Russell Wilson he screwed that whole team over all season from the fantasy aspect you can definitely say Kyle Pitts or even Jonathan Taylor because he was going one in a lot of drafts and he was it's true. a bust all season if you listen to us you if you listen to us more. stay tuned <laughs> like next yeah. September for the um, <laughs> K uh, and A football fantasy football episode, yeah. we were right on like on literally much all of, all of them, yeah. other than the Giants. You could have taken one guy from the Giants, you would have been fine. Yeah, I forgot we said that, but yeah. Anything else you want to say? No, that's it. All right, yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of the K and A football podcast. Next episode will be the Super Bowl pickums, yeah. which is crazy that we are already to the Super Bowl. It's sad. It's exciting, but. We're getting closer, so stay tuned for that episode coming out later this week. Thanks for listening.